up, y'all? Welcome to or welcome back to the Texas to Me podcast. Here we fucking go. Here she goes. <laughs> the podcast you can't forget. No, I'm not leaving this shit in. Why are we doing I'm this? Peyton. No, you are leaving those. This is the intro this week. And she's Autumn. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening before you've listened. Yeah, it's a pre thank you. The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. focused my eyes are watering but i'm focused yeah because you're yawning guys i'm putting her to sleep you said it i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh my goodness okay energy is up in three two one now we're dancing so now we're ready okay that's the vibes and that's the energy i'm talking about i i really don't hate the word vibes right but also i hate the word vibes it's just overused so i I don't care to use it but i use it exactly yeah that's exactly it yes it's like that phrase you know i hate that phrase i said what i said i don't know that i've ever said that no i say it sometimes at like mocking yeah yeah, yeah. right but then i hate that i say that because i hate that phrase for some reason and i hate when like people do that on social media especially if they're not those kind of people that would say anything like that in real life right they're like this is the best chicken sandwich i said what i said and you're like who the fuck asked first of all and who who thinks that you said something other than what you said i love that your example is due to chicken since you've been talking about going to chick-fil-a every conversation of mine is either about chicken or one of three other things maybe i, oh, I wow. love chicken yeah you I love really chicken do and i'm hardcore for chicken. <clears throat> i love chicken eat more chicken me you're day. really trying to get that chick-fil-a sponsorship chick-fil-a actually okay actually chick-fil-a please chick-fil-a please especially where we live now that we have one yeah okay local sponsorship is that a thing can we do that maybe when you go through the drive-thru for dinner tonight, you can I ask. Yeah. I'll give them my business card yes. that I don't have. Slide them a sticker. Slide them a sticker. And on the back of it, write your phone number or oh, your email. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> You've been having that drink in your hand for like 30 seconds now. Yeah, I know. I needed to finish my sentence. Uh, and I try to drink quietly, like, on air, on episode. Oh, oh, okay. Are you, like, throwing shade over here or No, what? I just knew that if I kept talking or, like, paused Also quit saying on air. It. We're doing a radio show. Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> you said that last week, too. Well, I don't know what to call it. On cast? I don't know. I'm not saying that I know either. I'm just saying I know that that's wrong. Well, on on this mic, I don't know. Uh, I just, I try to drink quietly, I guess in general. I guess I shouldn't have specified on air, which is yeah, not yeah, what yeah. we are. Okay, but we sorry. could be. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. One day. Exactly. With that Chick-fil-A sponsorship. Thanks, Chick-fil-A. Thank you, friends of the pod. That's what Ryan always says. What? That's what he always says about things. He's like, like um, when we had our uh, couple episode or whatever, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, QT, friends of the pod. And then he was talking about like the beer, and he's like, yep, friends of the pod. Oh, he was drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I think he just uses that phrase a lot. Like He uses a lot of phrases a lot. Yeah, it's hard true. to keep up. True. What does he say? Chime me, but yeah. No, that's that. That was me. It's a Peyton original. No. Yes. Remember, we were all at Bath and Body Works, and they all have little samples that say "Try me." And so I showed it to you, and I was like, "Try me," and then I said, "But don't." I thought that. There's a little fun story about me, guys. I thought that that was after he had said it. Ooh, good for you. Yeah, I know. I'm really Damn a fun girl. person. You really are. You really are. Yeah. What? Um. I'm trying to think of what everyone's catchphrases are now that we're on this tangent. I mean, obviously, we know mine is I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, but, of course. What's Ryan's? Simply. This is fire. What else does he say? Um, God damn. He says something, like, all the time, and it gets in my head. He really does have so many. Yeah, he really I don't know does. that Zach has one. No. No, um. his catchphrase is, Autumn, you've never said that. 
Oh. Every time I say something, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I say that all the time, or I used to say that all the time. He's like, you've literally never said that. <laughs> I like that weird librarian voice you're giving him. <laughs> yeah, like, like an Arthur Aardvark. <laughs> yeah, um, that's Zach's catchphrase, is that, or just no, I guess. I don't know, he doesn't really have one. <laughs> I'm a doormat, is his catchphrase. <laughs> it was not meant to be that ugly. Like, I can't. Mm. Uh, I, I mean... DM. My DM. He can be a doorknob. Doorbell. DB? How's he a doorbell? I don't know. I'm trying to make it better. Because people always push him? Ooh. Damn. That was a good one. That was a good one. Wow, Bath and Body Works, I see you. Yep, I'm really coming in <laughs> hot tonight. It's uh, that new wallflower plugged in. That, I'm telling you, aren't they great? Did you smell it when you walked in? No. Oh, okay. Well, I guess they're not that great then. Well, I wasn't smelling at all. So, I usually breathe out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> what a weird turn to this episode, you mouth well, breather. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I breathe out of my nose, I guess, but I don't know. I have to be thinking about smells usually to smell them. Does that make sense? Also, it makes, like, I get what you're saying, yeah. but I feel like in, like, real life that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't you think just, it does either. Because you're smell hits you first and then it connects with your brain and you're see, like oh that is whatever yeah. smell see i don't think that mine works like that mm-hmm. oh you're special no well yeah in a bad way i feel like i think i'm off and also when i smell stuff i can taste it are you like that if it's like bad or really gross sometimes i'm like oh my god mm-hmm. it's in my mouth mm-hmm. yeah i can do that but good smells too i can just i can taste it and i'm like oh i bet that's good mm. it's weird huh it is i also when i see smoke on tv i can smell it weird yeah when i see like cigarette smoke or something on tv i can smell it and i'm like dude i can't do this yep i need to turn this off or fast forward because i can like smell that shit from the tv yeah isn't it weird how brains work yeah they're very fascinating you're right you really are right you you should know i do oh damn okay bath and body work (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's my new nickname now (laughs) okay girl i guess Uh, it could be worse uh, yeah, it really could. Speaking of, what is your favorite Bath and Body Works scent? Oh. And for all you listeners who answer the bullshit Japanese cherry blossom, <laughs> get off the podcast. <laughs> because that is not a real scent and that ain't nobody's favorite. My mom's is Black Cherry Merlot. Mm. I was like, mama. It's really not the worst, but it's just yeah, so, no, like, Yeah, no, it's off. not because the Japanese cherry blossom is the worst. I'm not interested in that. I think that they only still have that because of how bad it is. It has become the scent that everybody makes fun of, so they're like, mm. oh, we have to keep carrying this. You know what I used to love? Pink chiffon. Yeah. I used to love that, and they came out with a perfume back in the day, and I was like, oh, Didn't bitch. that, like, peak in high school? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. it was probably around that time, 2012. So I think it's really funny because I remember, like, growing up always getting, like, Bath and Body Works, like, lotion and shower gel and being like, oh, I'm over this. I don't like this. Why do people keep giving this to me? But in the most polite and grateful way because I'm not snooty. same. But, and so I just never really got the hype with Bath and Body Works. Uh But then within the last few years, now that I'm on their candle bullshit, obsessed with Bath and Body Works. Well, and I only really care about the home products. Yeah. So, So I don't really care. Except for, okay, so... I'm sorry. I gotta just take it a little tangent really quick. I'm a very dry person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have really dry lips. I'm I'm crusty as fuck, I guess. Um, and <laughs> and like my hands get really dry, and yeah. I hate the feeling of dry hands. It like yeah. makes me sick to my stomach. And so I literally like I want to lick them if I feel that they're dry, and I don't know what to do about it. Like I just want to wet them to like make it feel better. I don't know. Anyway. So, um, pretty much every soap that I use afterwards, and, like, if you wash dishes and stuff, you know what I'm talking about, that feeling after where it's so dry, they have, and, you know, they have, like, bullshit-ass soaps where it's, like, mixed with aloe vera, this and that, or whatever, and I'm, like, no, that doesn't work for real fucking people with actual dry hand problems like me. So, they have a, um, like, soap that's more lotion-y, like, it's thicker. Yeah. And it's not a foaming soap. It's, like, one mixed with, like shea butter Mm -hmm. oh my god it is amazing i bought it like three or four years ago i swear i just finished it in my new house like the beginning of this year yeah and i miss it so much that product like the quality of that product whoa 
It's fucking hmm. wild. So that I'm obsessed with, and I actually need to see if they still sell that so I can get it in any fragrance. I don't care. I'll get it in fucking Japanese cherry blossom at this point. I'm telling you, it's that fucking good. I'm telling you. Okay, so now I have to go off on my tangent because I don't know if I'm, like, the only person I know that does this, but so every time I take a shower, I just use, like, normal bar soap and liquid soap. Mm -hmm. Um, But every single time without fail, when I get out of the shower and my skin like I dry off mm-hmm. not just as, as soon as I get up like when I'm actually dry I do my moisturizer and then I always use lotion yeah and so I guess because of that I wouldn't say like I have naturally dry hands but I also always keep like gold bond or walmart's gold bond because I'm very particular about lotion mm-hmm. thin lotion ass yeah I hate it That's I don't I don't want greasy shit on my hands I want them to be lathered properly and not in that bullshit thin ass liquid yeah so, I'm very particular about lotions, but I was, like, talking, having this conversation, I think it was with Shelby not too long ago, about, like, dry skin and stuff, uh-huh. and how, like, it, I get that feeling, too, like, if I don't use lotion straight out so of the like shower, like, yeah, and I, it bothers me, like, I can't go to bed at night, uh-huh. because I'm like, oh, I don't have my lotion on, so I go and put it on, yeah. so then I don't, I don't know, do, like, you do that, do other people do that? No, and that's why I have a problem, um, because I think you just, in certain aspects of life and facets of life, you have your life way more together than me. And so, like, <laughs> I always, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, I meant to do that. But you have to not be clothed, right? Or, like, not be fully clothed. Yeah. In my opinion. And I'm thinking, okay, so then I'll put my robe on, and that makes me feel like, okay, I have my life together, and I'm going to put lotion on. But then I'm like, fuck, I have these things to do. Like, I don't have time to lather this entire fucking body. Like, I've told you guys, big-ass bitch here. I'm huge, massive human being, long-ass legs, long arms all that shit and I just like run out of time yeah and so I I think that that's part of wow this is hell of a segue but I think that that would be for me like if I wanted to really which I do want to get my life together and like be the best person I can be and like I try um every day of my life to like get better but then I also regress because I'm like really stressed out one week or like just really short-tempered or like whatever it is but for me, that would be one of my self-care things is, like, really just taking care of, like, my physical yeah. being. Like, just as simple as, like, skin. Like, putting on my lotion. Right. Because I feel like if I also maybe use... I'm telling you, my lips are just fucking crusty. I don't know what to do about that. It's been like that my entire life. They're super peely. Yeah. They peel like crazy. It doesn't matter what kind of moisturizer I use on them. Like, it doesn't really matter. They're just like that. And, like, even with chapstick, like, I'll put chapstick on. That's supposed to help. And then at the end of the day, it just makes my skin want to peel off. So, I tried this. I think I texted you about it a while back. I just recently, within the last few months, tried um, this Burt's Bees, like, exfoliant thing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you put it on overnight. Yeah. So, and I really like that because the next morning they feel moisturized, but it lasts me majority of the day. Like, I'll get to, like, dinner time before they start, like chapping see i just god like it's so frustrating and i have exfoliators like lip exfoliators and yeah. i have a lip sleeping mask but and i thought maybe that's where i was going with that if i maybe get my shit together and take care of myself then i could use that like consistently every single night and see if i see a difference and see if it helps but i mean i just don't know that it would i yeah. just don't know that it would but that is like we we did want to talk about you know self-care and and just how we want to take better care of ourselves and how we can help do that and what we've been doing to try to stay sane in these crazy times and just really focus on yourself and not just physically, but like also mentally, of course, and, and all of that. And so that would be something that I would love to like do a better job at, you know, yeah. like taking time to like take a really long shower and like really wash my hair and like take care of myself and get out and like put lotion on and like whatever right. and get my shit together. Um, but like, I don't know. It's it's hard because everybody says they don't have time for certain things. And, and, of course, that, like, for me, I'm saying that that's true. But you also have to make time for things. And so just it's the making of time. It's a little bit difficult. So especially if you are struggling a little bit with, like, mental or physical health, then, yep. then it makes it very difficult. It really yeah. does. But, yeah, um, that is something that I would love to do. Um, also, favorite scent uh, is probably Tis the Season or Frosted Cranberry all the way around. I don't know that I've smelled either of those, actually. I also like lemon mint leaf. Hmm. Which is interesting, because too much mint gives me a headache. Yeah. I feel like too lemony things I'm not really a fan of either. Yeah, I know you've said that. I love citrus, though. Just because that's one of the only fragrances that, in no matter how little or how much it is, I will never get a headache from that. 
Yeah. Um, and pretty much every other scent I'm sensitive to. And uh, whether it's too little, too much, or whatever, it get, will give me a headache. So I think that that's why I gravitate so heavily to, like, fruitier scents. Because I know without fail I'm not going to get sick. Yeah. Um, because if I get a headache like that, then... Or like a fragrance headache or a headache from fragrance, um, then it makes me sick. So, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite scent would be. Because, again, I don't use, like, their soaps and things like that. So, when it comes down to actual candles, my, like, favorite type of smell, I guess you would categorize it, is clean. Uh -huh. Or I also really like light cologne smells. What the fuck is that noise? Is that a motorcycle? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, cologne smells are really good. Like, um, But I don't want it to be too heavy. If it's like, too heavy, I don't want it to feel like headache. I'm shopping at Hollister. Yeah, if it's too heavy, it gives me a headache. Yeah. Yeah, which is what I was going to say. But mahogany teakwood is a good one because it is that cologne smell. Yeah. But um, they have, like, a high-intensity one. I don't know if you knew that, which is hits you with more of that Hollister, hot yeah. or Hollister uh, Abercrombie Fitch vibe. So. Yeah, we'll pass on that one. Yeah. But, um, also, I don't know if we mentioned this, guys, but we're in a different environment today, which is why you may hear some of the outside noises. Yeah, we decided to switch it up. Autumn came to visit me out at the tiny house, mm -hmm. so we're sitting on our beautiful back porch. Yep, we're filming. Soaking in filming. nature. We're, we're on air. We're on air. On outside. the back porch. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yes. So, if you hear a cow or a coyote, sorry about your luck. That's why, yeah. That's another Ryan phrase. Sorry about your luck. He does say that. He does say that. God, there's really something that he says all the time. It's so many things. I know, I know. But I think his vocabulary consists of like a hundred words and TikTok, and he just uses them all interchangeably. True, true. I think that that's accurate. Ryan, he really is the millennial of this group. Yeah. The super millennial <laughs> of this group. I know. I was... um. I think it's so funny because if I'm reading something or like I was emailing about my um, van the other day uh -huh. and it was TLDR, I'm like, what does that mean? And Ryan's like my little dictionary because he, he keeps me young. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, though. He keeps all of us young. He keeps all of us informed on what's going on in TikTok and stuff. Too. I was about to say, thank it's because of TikTok. That's uh -huh. why he keeps us young. <laughs> Truly, I know. So, yeah we could just keep that in the states then ryan can let us know what's going on with it with the youths of america shout out tiktok <laughs> i thought you were gonna shout out ryan so i guess i will shout out ryan oh shit love you babe <laughs> um oh gosh anyway but uh yeah so i think today we just kind of wanted to obviously you guys heard this tangent we've been on but we wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about um us staying sane and and kind of our uh self-care and healthcare and just a little bit of how we're how we're keeping our mental health in check and stuff like that so yeah i'm gonna do a check-in style obviously let you guys know what's going on obviously too well i guess this isn't obvious you guys don't know us i forget that like we're not all friends here and we don't see each other all the time oh we're friends all of us well all yeah of us yeah we friends. all are friends but like they don't add see us, us on facebook <laughs> <laughs> text it to me podcast on facebook yep <laughs> Um, no, but, like, they don't know. They're not in our everyday lives and don't know that we haven't actually, like, been together for, like, a week. Oh, my God. I, w I said that to Ryan. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, we, we were eating breakfast, and I'm like, we haven't seen Zach and Autumn or Shelby and Martin. Shelby and Martin longer, but, like, you and Zach in, like, over a week. I'm yeah. like, I think that's the longest it's been since we've moved here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and so I think we need to fill each other in on what's going on in our lives if there's anything new. Just me and you. Yeah. And, and the pod, of course, because these right. are our people. Because we are on air. Right. We are on air with For all, all of our, our favorite live friends. people. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and so we just figured we'd do a little check-in and then kind of talk about how we're uh, keeping it together. I thought you were going to say keeping it real, but yes. Also keeping it as real. As together as, as we can be. Well, we're keeping it real always, so. Yeah. That goes without saying. Keep it one. Test me, but don't. Keep it one. I'm telling you, I'm going to remember what phrase I'm thinking of that Ryan says all the time. I mean, we could just call him out here and ask him. I mean, just ask Literally him. Literally call him out here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> you literally could probably just holler. <laughs> no phone call me. I could, but I don't want to rile up Texie. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. Oh, speaking of Texie. Okay, yeah, so you're taking him to daycare. What's up? 
Yeah. Well, so when we boarded him for the first time ever last weekend when we were in Colorado, um, they said that he did fine. And so, so just a little background. When we lived in New York, he was very spoiled and he went to daycare twice a week and he just loves being doted on and he's really a spoiled rotten ass dog, but love him. Shout out Taxi. Um, so since we've been back in Texas, there's not really like a daycare around here that we knew yeah, of. Yeah. And so we were talking about like ways to keep him socialized. Um, cause he likes dogs w- much better than he likes people. And so since it went fine with boarding, um, they said that they do, they do a like non-traditional daycare though, or at least like not in my experience traditional. So like when we took him in New York, it was, we dropped him off and then all day long he would just be out with other dogs. I mean, mm-hmm. like there were a variety of attendants there to like watch them obviously, but he would just like stay out with other dogs. And then I think they had like rest time or whatever at mid period throughout the day. But, um, the one here in Corsicana, I think they more kind of like take them in and out of, um, like kennel style rooms or whatever. Uh-huh. And so they go out and they play with other dogs for, I'm not really sure the time period. And then they kind of like go back in and let like a different, dogs play because I don't know if they um like split them up by size I'm not really sure I didn't ask a lot of questions it was kind of more like as long as he's happy to be there and he's behaving I don't really care because again we wanted to keep him socialized Uh so we've just been taking him like once a week just so he can see other dogs and it tires him out which is obviously great for us Uh but so yeah that's Texie's update well Mia also has an update because my girl went to the vet so um for you, those of you that don't know, my lovely little Mia Thermopolis Ronaldo, Ronaldi, Princess of Genovia. Um, <laughs> that is on her dog tag, by the way. <laughs> Actually, her dog tag probably says fucking Jessica. Because mm. that's her legal her birth name. name. <laughs> her birth name, her God-given name, but hell no, change that shit. So, yeah. um, Mia has allergies. My poor baby has horrible allergies. Um, and she is black. So she's a black, like short hair little lady. And, um, so she itches on and off. It gets better then it gets a lot worse. Well, it was getting pretty bad and, uh, which makes me miserable. And so, um, my sister took her to the vet for me because mm-hmm. I work and a bunch of other stuff. But, um, and she takes flea medication. She has her collar. She, you know, doesn't run around the streets or anything like, you know, it's just us. Um, but she got there and they said she had fleas, first of all. So I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah. Because first of all, she is like on time for her medication, first of all. Second of all, we check her for fleas. We don't see any fleas. Yeah. Like maybe we've seen like a straggler, like one or two, but we don't see like fleas on her to where like she would be scratching because of fleas. Well, apparently Mia has (laughs) fleas, dermatitis, and allergies. So she just had a lot going on. And so they said, yeah, um, she needs, you know, a really good bath. And then we switched from, we were doing, we weren't doing pills. We were doing the other flea medication, like the, um, like liquid flea medication. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. We just always did the. The pills. So, so we started with liquid and then, um, we kept her, like we kept a collar on her, a Mm -hmm. flea collar. Um, and so I guess it wasn't strong enough for her body or just, she didn't digest it the way that she should have, like the liquid medicine. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and then they think that when we added a collar, which I just added a new collar the other day, so she hasn't had a flea collar on, but they can actually counteract each other and like stop that one from working, which I had no idea. Obviously you think that you're doing double coverage. Right. Like, that would be your assumption. Oh, when you say liquid, do you mean, like, on her skin? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, we just yeah. do, like, a little treat thing. The chewies. Yeah. Yeah. So, we never did that because that's not what she had when we originally got her. And then, so, we just didn't do that. And because she had just gone to the vet when we got her from the pound, so she didn't have to go for a full year. She was caught up on shots, like, everything. So, we didn't go and get a prescription for her. Yeah. Um, for pills. We just always did the other medicine. So... Anyway, so I guess her uh, body does not handle that well. And then, I, I don't really know what happened, but they said that she had fleas and she had dermatitis and she has allergies. So, love that for her. And so, I felt horrible, obviously. And um, my sister's like, I don't understand, though, because, like, I looked at her, too, and, like, I don't see any. And I'm like, well, her hair is short and it's black. Yeah. So, that's extremely difficult, I guess, for us to see if there are fleas hanging out. 
just because I don't know. I, I really don't know because we checked again and I still didn't see them, so I don't really know. But, hmm. um, but I mean, they look for it every day, all day long, and obviously I trust them. So yeah. So we switched to pills. She got her first pill yesterday. She also I got her a corduroy shot, corduroy whatever you know allergy shot. Got her an allergy fucking shot. <laughs> Are you talking about corduroy pants? No, no. I think Cortisone. you're talking about yeah. Cortisone. What the fuck, bitch? I work in the, I work in a healthcare facility and can't think of fucking cortisone. Um, but yes, so she got an allergy shot. Yeah. And she we gave her a good bath. We took the collar off, threw it away, and cleaned her really good. And then we gave her her pills. And so I'll probably just have her have a couple of follow up appointments a little more frequently, just yeah. for a little bit, just to make sure that we're not missing something because well, we didn't see them. And did they tell you that they want to give her that shot? Because it's only really good for like thirty days. No, they asked if I wanted to give her a shot. Yeah. And so, well, they said that because Brianna was like, well, what can you do for her today? Because the allergies too, like it's not just fleas that is causing this. Like she has legitimate allergies and she has dermatitis because of the allergies that she's been scratching. So yeah. she has dermatitis. So what can we do? They're like, well, we have a shot. And I'm like, yeah, I give her the shot. Yeah. So <clears> they <throat> say that that shot only lasts for like 30 to 50 days. So yeah. they're like to come in every like month no, or other month. No, they just so. said they wanted to give that to her today to hopefully subside what's going on now. And then with the pill, like hopefully if it that takes care of the fleas and it helps. Yeah. And I've been taking her out in the front yard. I don't let her go in the backyard anymore because she rolls around in the grass. And I'm pretty sure she's allergic to the grass. Yeah. So I just, until she's fully healed, I don't want her rolling around. So it's a little unfortunate for her that she I'm not letting her roam free in the backyard right now. But I'm just trying to keep her safe. Right. And so she doesn't have a kennel in the house or anything like that. So she's not cooped up, you know, per se, I guess. Uh, she's just like free in the house and then I put her on a leash and I take her in the front and she has to go potty in the front for now. Yeah. So yeah, um my poor Mia Thermopolis is she was she was struggling. But hopefully But she's she on the mend. I know, and I'm so excited for her to like get all of her like fur nice and clean and right. healthy again yeah. and she's gonna look so cute and I'm so excited and I'm so frustrated because it was getting so much better and then we came back and it was it was horrendous. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just frustrated, but and I'm also frustrated that um, I didn't take her sooner, I guess. I don't know. But it is what it is. Whatever. Okay. It is tis what it is. It is what it is. But yes, my girl went to the vet, so I'm really excited and happy for her and happy for us because it'll make everybody so much happier if she's just, like, completely back to her normal self. So Yeah. Super excited. So, um, also, self-care for your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My poor baby. I think it's so funny how um, invested people get in their animals. And I, when I say people, I mean me. Because oh, yeah, I am the yeah. most, like, dedicated dog mom in the world. Yeah. And it's funny that we're having this conversation because earlier today I was talking to Shelby about um, I have to go watch the kids again tomorrow. And so I'm like, okay, well, if I leave at this time and I can get home by this time. I mean, really, he would be home alone for this many hours, but I feel so guilty. I'm going to arrange for this, up. that, and that. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And it's crazy to me how I plan not even plan i guess but to some degree like limit things in my life well, because like i feel so guilty yeah, yeah. That's funny and that's really he literally funny is like my child yeah i don't have that kind of level of, of uh pet, well it's because you um, have an actual child so yep. you already do that with her you can't really yep. do that with animals too yep. but yeah. i do not have children so tex is my child yes 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 um yeah no i would probably feel that way more so for emline than mia but yeah you know, if emline wasn't around i, I could I could see myself maybe being like that too, so I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. What? Did you hear a scream? Yeah. That was wild. I'm telling okay. you. Anyway, oh We're my We're taking gosh. our listeners through the zoo. Speaking of screaming, now I get to tell you my story. I told her I had a little story, but I was going to save her for the pod. And, girl, okay. So, we have neighbors. We live in town, right? Okay, everything's been fine besides somebody somewhere stole my fucking money. But other than that, like, yeah, it's been great. And so, and that could have not even been my neighbors. Like, I don't think it was. So, but um, we have, we live in a neighborhood, right? So, we, um, sometimes people have gatherings. We have gatherings. Like, well, in the before time. We don't yeah. really have gatherings anymore. But um, sometimes people have, like, little parties or whatever. Which is totally fine. I don't give a shit. But there was one night that 
somebody was having something and we could not figure out where it was coming from, but somebody was having a gathering and a girl just kept screaming. Ew. Like, wah, wah. And I'm like, bitch, I will wah you down the street. I'm telling you, you got to stop. And it wasn't even like a, yeah, like, you know, like talking. It was literally like just a, a high scream. pitched scream. For fucking what? Oh, I hate high pitched. And it wasn't so like much. a, and it wasn't like a scream like I'm, I'm in pain or I'm hurt or anything like that. No, yeah. it was just like a, Whoa! like just kept screaming. And I was like, okay, Zach, we're about to find. Is there something is. in town? Is that exciting? I, come on, bitch, please. And so, um, I was like, okay, this is too much. And so I was kind of annoyed. And then there are neighbors or people close to us around us that let their dogs off without a leash. Mm-hmm constantly um and just like let them out to go to the bathroom or something and then just leave them out for a while and there's been a dog in our yard twice um yeah and so i i get a little bit crunk about that and annoyed and so um so i already just there's little things that like i'm bothered with with certain people that live around me so um so yeah but there was, I was sleeping in Emma's room with her, and um, I was hearing, like, a guy, and I thought it was a guy, and he was getting so fucking mad, and it was making me nervous, and so I felt like it wasn't my next-door neighbor on one side, because they're amazing, and they never do anything, and, I, like, they're the best neighbors, um, but it also, and it wasn't my neighbors on the other side, either, and then it wasn't right across the street from me so I was like where how is it that I can hear this yeah. from Emma's bedroom window and so I was like oh mm-mm. and it sounded like it was coming from the front of our house but it wasn't right across so I'm like where is this coming from so there was a so I'm like Zach do you hear that I call him and he's like no I don't hear it and so I'm like okay well I'm gonna go outside so I go outside on my front porch and I look and like five houses down on the street that like connects with ours so like say we're going like one way and then there's like through streets that go the other way it's like five houses down and a yard and I can see through to their yard and he's like standing up and he's like so upset (laughs) he's so upset and he's like going off on his friends and he was like it's not your decision and he's like going off and he's like no, because I'm telling you, he's talking like this. First of all, no, because no, I don't fucking care. And he's like getting upset, and it sounds like he's like a little teary eyed, but he's a big old fucking dude, like six two, six three, kind big, strong looking guy. And he's like yelling, and people are literally just sitting there in their yard. And I'm on the phone with Zach, like this motherfucker's really going off over here. And they're literally people sitting in their chairs and just looking at him and, like, letting him do this. And it's, like, 1.30 in the morning. Wild. And I'm just looking, like, what is happening? And so they're all just sitting here letting him go off. And I'm like, yeah, y'all live in a show. neighborhood. <laughs> y'all live in a whole-ass neighborhood. What are you doing? Shut him the fuck up. Like, what is happening? And so I was like, Zach, can I just yell across and tell them, like, can you please be quiet? Yeah. And he was like, no, don't you dare. And I'm like, okay, what? And he, I guess he was nervous for my safety. I'm like, what? I was going to. The man was going to barrel down at yeah, you. Yeah, I know. And I was like, well, I was going to say it nicely. I wasn't going to be like, hey, shut the. Like, I wasn't going to do that. It was yeah. just going to be like, hey, guys, it's really late. Like, could you please keep it down? Right. Like, or, hey, my child is sleeping. Can you be quiet? And so. Or, hey, this ain't your neighborhood. So yeah. could you be quiet? Hey, I pay my bills here and I want to sleep in the quiet. Of yeah. I don't know. But I was just like, oh, my God. It was just, he was so upset. And this guy's like, I'm just going to use a fake name. I can't remember the name. But he was like, whatever, Kenny, whatever. And the guy that was sitting down, he's like, okay, whatever. Is that what you want to hear? I don't care. Like, whatever. And then he just, like, walks inside. So then the other bigger guy that was scream crying walks inside, too. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And then he didn't come back out. But it was insane. It was insane because he was whatever it was. He was so upset about it. Yeah. And he was, like, yelling like as an upset person and it was making me so anxious that he was gonna like hurt somebody or like just like go off and start scream sobbing like I don't know it made me so anxious girl that shit was wild I was like oh fuck all y'all I can't do this they had to bring the entertainment to you I mean truly you could have left it at home I promise you that I promise you I was not well he did leave it in the hood but (laughs) 
I just was like, damn. Oh, yeah, it was really something. It was really something. I was just, I don't know. It's so interesting to me how uh, people respond in situations like that so differently. Like, I can get just as mad, but Mm -hmm. I can't really imagine, like, standing on my porch surrounded by neighbors getting that mad. You know? Like, absolutely feel how you feel, but, like, do it in your house. Yeah. Or maybe not so loudly. Well, for me, I just, so I'm thinking, this is funny, too, because I did want to talk to you about this a little bit, I guess. And maybe it falls into the whole self-care and, like, just being your best self kind of thing. But um, I would not consider myself, like, my current state as a person, as a bitchy person. But I definitely was a bitchy person for a long time. I'm just kind of like I don't really care about opinion on something. If I need to say it, like I can say it. Um, so I I think that to some extent I'm still. Thank you. So I think to some extent I'm still like that person, and also coming back around to that because I think I got just caught up in a lot of like just caring a little too much about how people felt or how like my words would affect people, and not that I'm running around being an ugly like person I'm not gonna be ugly to people but if something needs to be said I'm just not gonna not say it anymore you know I think I kind of got to a point where I'm just like okay well just let them be like no no no. I'm gonna stand up for something like I'm not gonna be quiet if I need to say something I need to say something but um I've always been and still even when I got in this like little little shell where like I didn't speak up as much or like I didn't like I I don't know in stuff that needed to be ended right because I was concerned about how other people would feel in the situation um I still was always like if we need to have a conversation we're gonna have the conversation but like I'm ending it right fucking now like right fucking now like I'm not gonna stand outside and scream at you for 15 minutes to get you to understand like I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say and this conversation's over period so him he was really going off and he kept he kept like he was antagonizing he wanted somebody to interact so bad with him and just like he kept going and kept going and I'm like no 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 speak your piece sis and period like end it like that's it so I think that there's uh, a very fine boundary there because absolutely people should feel entitled to discuss mm-hmm. and um, verbalize how they feel about situations however having the belief that you have the right over the conversation yeah. to end it yeah. whenever you want to end it yeah. or you think it's appropriate is kind of a toxic mindset because that's not fair or it really kind of invalidates the other person's feelings yeah. because while absolutely you can be mad or frustrated or hurt or however of you course. feel about things it's not fair to tell somebody okay well now that i'm done with this conversation you're done too because oh, you no, can't no, no, make no, no, that no. decision for other people yeah no, no no not so much that like no but i'm not going to drag this on to try to get more out of you like yeah if you're not interested because it was clear that like nobody was interested in having a conversation with him yeah and he just kept going and going and like if i'm here to say my point i'm gonna speak my piece and that's my point like right. I, there's no need for me to drag it out and once i've said what i've said like that's it yeah for me you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. That's fine. But he was, like, trying so hard to pull this conversation out of people that were literally just sitting there. And once again, why the fuck were y'all sitting there, like, tell him to shh, zip yeah. it or, like, go inside and talk about it, please. Like, why are y'all just sitting here letting this man get so worked up that he's, like, waking me up out of my sleep? But at the same time, like, it, if I were him, I don't know what the situation was. And I just feel like I've always been like this. Like, I've said what I've said. This is how I feel about it. Say whatever you're gonna say, but I'm not gonna keep doing this. Yeah. Mm-mm, no. Well, I think whenever you can crazy. see that the conversation's not going anywhere, if it's not moving forward, then yeah, yeah there definitely needs to point where be a point where we say, Here, "Time out." You know, yeah. like clearly this isn't getting either of us anywhere. Yeah. So let's take a breather. And I think that we're just in such a weird spot though, too, because I feel like people try so hard to get something out of people. Like, why are people trying to get a rise out of people all the time? Yeah. Also, because, I mean, one, that's just kind of what that seemed like. But just in general, like, why? Like, say your opinion, speak your piece, and say what you need to say about it, and that's perfectly fine to do that. But why are you trying to get people riled up? Like, why are you trying to get a rise out of people? What is that? I think that's a whole other conversation in and of itself. I think that the mindset that people have about a plethora of topics, Uh they can feel so 
so much conviction about that topic mm-hmm. that they're people in my opinion have the tendency to think that things are very dichotomous when they're not Mm -hmm. so life in general is not black and white right and i think that so many people feel so strongly about specific topics that there it's impossible to to see any other even point of it yeah so that's why it's just much easier to categorize things as like this versus this or this instead of this Instead of looking at the bigger picture and saying, yeah, you're right in this aspect, but have you also taken the time to think about, like, what about this and that and that? People, I think, too, also don't just have, like, the patience to have conversations the way that we should. Well, I don't think that people care is the thing. Like, I I think that there are just some people that don't care. Like, they don't care about your... Yeah, there's some people, yeah. They don't care about your point of view. They don't care. And they don't care to educate themselves further on your perspective. That's fine. Right. Okay, that's fine, but I don't really know why you gotta try to get people riled up about it. That's yeah. like super weird to me. People are weird. People are strange. It's the world we live in. Yeah, it's 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 a weird a weird place here. Mm. Well, all I know was that all I was gonna do was tell him please be quiet, but Zach would not. <laughs> Zach was scared for my safety. I guess he was really looking out. You go, doorbell. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know, but, um, yeah, so I was talking about how I was, uh, like, got in this mode, I guess, where I was just, I wasn't scared, like, of what other people thought, but I just was a little, um, nervous to upset or offend other people, and, um, while, while I don't think you should live your life with the mindset of, like, I'm gonna offend somebody, (laughs) At the same time, I mean, you should be inclined to feel or say or think, like, what you want. Um, And so I think that I, just in general, was uh, kind of, like, being a little more reserved than I typically would be in a lot of situations. And this is, like, not for just life or on social media, because fuck social media, um, or on anything like that, but just, like, in work, too, um, where... I'm really secure in my position. So I'm secure in the fact that, like, I'm a young person in my position, but I know what I'm doing. I know my job. I know how to do it, and I know what decisions need to be made. Um, But sometimes if there are people, like, in a higher position or just certain situations where you feel like something needs to be said but like you don't want to ruffle feathers kind of thing yeah and I just feel like in general in life I've never been that person that was like nervous quote-unquote to to ruffle feathers if that's what needed to happen and I think I just got like so oddly reserved in that aspect of my life where like I didn't want to I didn't want to I don't know what other term other than ruffle feathers and I'm just so um I'm feeling much better with myself because I think I've just come to a point where, like, if something needs to be said, like, you have the authority and, like, it's okay for you to say it. Yeah. You know? Which is so weird. I mean, but we were speaking about, like, healthcare and how, or, um, self-care and how we wanted to talk a little more about that. And I think that I just, like, lost my voice a little bit. (laughs) Which is so weird because obviously I talk a fucking lot. But, no, truly. Like, in my life. Yeah. I did. Which is very interesting and probably interesting. I don't know if it's interesting for you to hear or not. But just knowing me as a person, like, that seems kind of like, no. I'm sure that's not true. But, I mean, I live a big life with a plethora of different compartments and departments. And I feel like I just kind of lost my voice a little bit. So, I'm feeling um, good that I've come to terms with the fact that, like, you can speak up if you need to speak up about something like it's okay yeah I you think, can talk <laughs> I think that a lot of that really happens though just as you get older and mature mm-hmm. because I think both of us especially like as teenagers were more like outspoken than reserved in some aspects like yeah. me I am definitely not um an extrovert by any means but I think that people get the misconception that because I don't I'm not over overtly like friendly or like have a super large friend group that I'm not the outspoken person that I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you're right. 
but I do think that with age and experience and maturity, it just comes a point where it's like, it, it's a balance of uh-huh. definitely I'm going to say things when they need to be said, but I'm also going to reflect on how I say them. Yes. You can say them in the right way. It's all about tone and it's all about the way that you go about things. And there are certain things it's like, why wish you don't need to waste your time on that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you don't need to waste your time on that. And you don't have to dignify that with a response and you don't have to um, go back and forth with somebody like absolutely not but I think for me because it is a fine balance like sometimes things need to be said and sometimes they don't yeah and I think that I just got so nervous or complacent in in trying to do a certain thing and be successful in certain ways um, in my life and in my work environment and a lot of this I guess pertains to work but um, that I just got a little quiet yeah because I was nervous um, you know, it, it's difficult. Like, it's a little difficult. And just because I get nervous too, also because, um, like I said, I'm I'm like a younger person in the position that I am in, and with other people that are older than me, and some much older than me, and so, and so like that. I think just you know kind of yeah. kind of did that for me but I think I took it into like my real life too and I was just like a little more quiet when I feel like I should have said certain things that I didn't just because I was nervous about how other people would feel or what it would what it would do to me if I like said something you yeah. know super weird but um yeah uh, I think that me uh, working on and reflecting on how to be the best version of myself is making sure to find that balance and like understanding that like it's okay to say something sometimes oh yeah absolutely um and then also when you have a lot of pride like me I think my pride is um a lot too big sometimes and so then you have that like internal conflict sometimes still where it's like bitch how'd you let that slide like why did you let that slide yeah like why didn't you like get on that ass when they said this that or the other And so, uh, yeah, it's a struggle sometimes. Well, I think another thing to consider in situations like that when it's, you know, should I say something versus should I not? Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are so many things to factor into that. Mm -hmm. If it's a work situation and who the person is versus if it's a personal life situation. But also, too, in my opinion, reflecting on how the person you're speaking with is going to receive that. Because like you mentioned, sometimes things just really aren't worth saying and wasting your breath. So it's like... Even though you feel some type of way oh, yeah, about situations, yeah. it's just like, Why? it's not worth my time and effort and energy to yeah. have this conversation with oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that every day of my life. Because I'm like, oh, if it's not going to be productive for me, why am I going to waste my time? Yep. My time is valuable. Don't do that. I know. It's it's a fine balance. It's interesting. But it's something I've been reflecting on a lot. Um, and I think just, well, and maybe just in general, finding myself as a person too, again, um, not that I feel like I like completely lost myself and I was just like living in a, I don't know, like fog or yeah whatever the case may be. But I think just in general and especially like with the pandemic and quarantine and just like certain things that you're not able to do or certain things that you feel like you shouldn't do or like whatever. Um, and then also like in the beginning and like, you know, recently or whatever, just like being with your family all the time mm-hmm. um and uh just wanting to be like the best person you can possibly be and figuring out like who that is for you and like <laughs> what that is for you and how you want to be as a person um is a lot and uh I think that like I don't know I just I guess I was just trying to figure out who the fuck I am I guess I don't know I don't know yeah I'm sure that a lot of people feel the way that you do Mm-hmm. Including those dogs. Yeah, we really do have a whole ass zoo out here. I'm sorry, no, listeners. I think it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's a little spicy. I was just going to say that, too. <laughs> That's one of your kids' phrases. Spicy. Yeah. You do say spicy for a lot. Of I things. say, like, spice it up a lot. Yeah. You do say that. You're right. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that until we had the podcast, and I'm like, the girl really likes that phrase. I really do like some spicy stuff. Yeah. But yeah. not those chips. Oh, yeah. Um, Ryan bought some Carolina Reaper, like, Cheeto Puffs, and uh, they're they're spicy. Mm-hmm. They're spicy. They're interesting. Um, I told her that they kind of taste like a full-ass meal to me. They kind of taste like meaty. 
I don't know. I had one, and I was like, get this bag away from me. <laughs> get this shit out of my face. Yeah, basically. Oh, my goodness. I know. It, it really was something. So, what are you doing to um, prioritize your self-care? Oh. Well, I just thought about this for the first time today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Me with my 90 year spill. And then I'm like, well, that was just kind of what I was thinking on the drive here. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so I, uh, we don't have to get in deep into it, um, this episode or whatever. But uh, so I have a stress management disorder. Mm-hmm. So I um, have trouble like navigating stress, like and the anxiety that it brings me, like with a lot of stressful situations. Or, and I think I just I think about things very, very like in depth, and so like my brain is always moving. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this I think kind of goes along with like self care, but also like physical and mental, and also health care or whatever. So I take medication to like try to help counteract that or like balance that a little more but I haven't taken medication in a really long time so um, I started doing that like uh, two months ago or a month and a half ago so I think that that's really been beneficial to me Um, not that that's the solution for everyone but that's been something that I feel like has proven helpful to me which also helps me try to um, like manage my anxiety better and it makes me make more of like a conscious effort to recognize certain things and how I'm being in certain situations because I'm really anxious or because it's like stressing me out so I have short patience in this situation and recognizing why that is and not taking that out on the people around me so yeah right so like with Emmeline and with Zach and just like making sure to communicate very thoroughly I try really hard to help explain especially to Zach like why I'm frustrated in a situation and that I just need these certain things to like kind of ease my mind a little bit like if you can help me with this that would put me at ease a lot more and like you know whatever and we can tag team this and like I'll feel better you feel better we'll do it together kind of thing um but also I did I tell you that I started meditating Mm -mm. a while back I don't know so my brain is crazy all the time. It's always going. And so meditation is very hard. I don't know if you've ever tried that shit, but when you're always thinking, like, to not think is a whole ass problem. Yeah. So I just do five minutes. Um, and I was doing it really consistently. I've kind of, like, fell off a little bit, but I want to do it more consistently again. But just five minutes and at the beginning of your day, I, I really feel like it was really doing it for me. Just five minutes of that and complete silence. Because if I wake up before anybody else, that means I have complete silence for, like, the only part of my day. Yeah. Which is a big deal. <laughs> and so, because uh, usually, like, even if I'm in the bathroom during the day, I'm like yelling at some point. Like, Mom! Mommy! Mommy! And I'm like, girl! And so, that's been really helpful. And then journaling. I was journaling. And I think that that was um, beneficial to, like, put what I'm grateful for down on paper. Which makes me sound like I really have my life together. But I totally don't. <laughs> But putting it down on paper was nice. I felt nice doing it. So even if it didn't really do anything for me or, like, I was putting goals down but I wasn't meeting them, like, stuff right. like that, like, whatever, just me putting it down on paper made me feel like I am doing this. Like, I do have my shit together, and it just made me feel better. Yeah, you're identifying person, those things. You know? Yep. So, um, yeah, those are two, I guess, two or three of the big things that I've been doing. And I think just, like really trying to think through stuff and not react so much in the moment yeah like you know because I I am not always very patient in general just with anything um and so and then when it's a lot going on and so I'm I'm stressed out like that just adds to it and makes me like super crazy and so um just like really making an effort to be more patient and like take a breather which Emmeline cracks me up because like she knows exactly what I'm gonna say but I'm like can I catch can can I have a second to breathe can you give me a second to breathe but like literally can you actually give me a second to breathe like okay it's fine (laughs) like let me slow down before I respond to this I don't know like whatever the situation may be and so I think that that's helped a lot but obviously I don't have it all figured out so (laughs) No one does. No, 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 no. What are you doing to stay stay sane? Mm. Well, well, she's sleeping in the <clears> middle <throat> of our podcast. Because... Yeah, I gotta catch up on that sleep that I'm missing out on. You really do. Um, 
I don't know. I think that Ryan and I have both made a conscious effort to start exercising more. Um, it's hard because we travel on and off, so it's like we'll get in a routine and then fall off the wagon. So, But I do feel much better physically, mentally, emotionally whenever we're working out and eating better, like cooking at home versus eating out and things like that. Um, I also go to therapy once a week, so that really is beneficial for me. Um, I don't know. It's I was having this conversation actually with my therapist not too long ago that um, it's the last six months or so, eight months, have just been such an interesting process really because, you know, I was in the midst of like graduating from grad school and just like life experiences that happen it, it was interesting to me because I was experiencing them you know as a human being but also like as a clinician in training and so really I think reflecting on things from both perspectives has been beneficial to some degree but it has also I think caused me anxiety because uh -huh. naturally people we refer to it as like shooting yourself because you think of all these things that you should be doing uh -huh. And so that's how I have been feeling a lot lately. And then, you know, I take a step back and it's like my second person is just like, wait, no, here's how you need to handle uh -huh. that situation. So it's been really interesting for me as a person. Um, but I think that, you know, we're finally home without any like real trips planned for the next few months. And so really forcing myself to create some type of normalcy is going to be beneficial for me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Just getting back into routine yeah of living life whatever that routine may be whatever that routine may be and that's all right yep um yeah I know I feel like uh do you feel like super accomplished when like you make a meal at home as opposed to yeah like getting something you're just like ah yeah I'm telling you like yesterday we played tennis twice because Ryan got his new racket in the mail so of course, literally as soon as we got home from the first time, the racket was sitting on our porch. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And so, like, an hour later, he's like, let's go back and play a little bit more. And just, I mean, getting some exercise. And, then, you know, we, like, cooked every meal at home. And, I mean, we're when we are home, we're pretty good at not eating out a lot. But, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, it creates all the feel-good hormones. It makes you feel, like, better it's about yourself. So yeah. gets those endorphins going. I know, yeah, it, it is nice, but obviously we have uh, struggles, and obviously we all fall short, but I think it's just, it's so important, guys, you gotta care about yourself, you know? Yeah. You gotta care about yourself, and, and I try, think that, and figure out what works for you, what yeah, makes you feel good. and I think that the reason that is being pushed so much lately, you know, we've briefly talked about in the past, like, how the stigma of mental health is changing, but also, too, I mean... I don't know. It, I think that there is a certain level of guilt in prioritizing yourself, and we're really trying to, like, shift that view uh -huh. because, in reality, you can't help other people when you're not helping yourself. Exactly. And I think that there's some connotation that there's, like, a weakness or something yeah. if you're asking for help or if you don't feel good enough. Uh -huh. But the truth is, is those are feelings and experience like we all experience that yeah and so I don't know I think it's just really important to talk about it especially on a consistent basis and force yourself to reflect on what am I really doing for myself it's absolutely important to be a mother or to be a dog mom and to be a wife or to be a husband and you know all those roles are important but at the very base of your core like what are you doing for yourself yes yeah, there is a lot. There is a stigma attached to taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself because you are, like, inclined to feel bad that you um, got whatever that made you happy or right. that you spent this hour working out instead of home reading a book to your kid or right. whatever. And that is just absolutely untrue. Yep. I mean, like you said... Who the fuck are you helping when you feel like shit? Yep. <laughs> like, truly. Well, think, think I mean, about how, how beneficial you're being to other people yeah. when you're not 100%. Right. You know? And above all else, you just deserve to feel good. Absolutely. Like, you just deserve to be happy. You deserve to wake up and do things that make you happy and to be a happy person. Yep. You don't just need to exist. Like, it's important. Yeah. I think that there's this idea that... 
in order to take care of yourself or to deserve a certain level of care, you have to, there's a checklist. Like, Mm. first, I have to be a good mom, or I have to be a good wife, or I have to be a good student, or I have to do this, that, or the other. But, I mean, just really challenging that thought process is so important. Like, I just can't even put into words how important it is because... Again, I, it just goes back to the same yeah. point. Like you are, you are yourself, and like your mental health and your yeah. happiness and your like what you're giving out into the world is so much more important yeah. than your role as this, that, or the to other. To be a good student, I have to take care <clears throat> of my brain and yeah. take care of, exactly. Yeah, it should be the complete opposite, to be honest. But life is wild, and the world is wild, and the way that things are conditioned to be, and just societal pressures, and obviously just the way that things were brought up, and and how we were brought up, and yeah, it, it's it's wild. I mean, thank goodness that we're in a time where things are changing, and we're yeah. all waking up, and, and also a lot of people had to face this head on, and they had to realize how important it was how important it was to prioritize yourself because now we're all in a situation where maybe you haven't recognized that you felt depressed or you felt anxiety or whatever in your past, but you're locked in your house. Right. And you're feeling things that you may have never recognized that you felt before because you've had those distractions like work or friends or going out or whatever the case may be. And you just don't have that anymore. Right. And so you're forced to face it. And while that's a scary feeling, it's also very liberating because a lot of us can feel things that we haven't felt on the level that we're feeling them now and can relate to others and do a better job of taking care of ourselves. And I think a really important piece of that is being honest with yourself in your reflections and saying what your feelings actually are. Mm -hmm. You know, I was um, in counseling last week and we were talking about, it was something simple related to um, like how I haven't had, I I use the term lazy. I said, I've been too lazy to do X. Mm And, you know, my therapist challenged me and she's like, I want you to think about this. And do you really think that you're lazy? Because that has such a heavy and negative connotation to it that it forces you to feel bad about yourself. When I reflect on that and I think about it, I'm really feeling sad. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm not motivated to do things. And so instead of referring to yourself as lazy... You know, it's really challenging that negative thought process and saying, maybe it's not that I'm lazy. Maybe it's because I've been stuck in my house or maybe this has happened or maybe just in general, I'm fucking sad. Yeah. And really, like, I think that, like you said, there's a liberating feeling that comes with that when you can be honest with yourself because then you can be honest with others. Mm -hmm. I know. Very true. Normalize mental health. <laughs> that water is so gross. I have to dump that out. The way that she keeps making a face every time she drinks this <laughs> it's fucking so water. Bad. But she still drinks it. And I'm like looking at her like, what is happening? And she makes this disgusting face. Like when you suck <clears throat> on a lemon. Like she's straight so up sucking on lemon. We've been doing lemon water lately, but I'm like, okay, this is a bit overpowering. Let's try limes instead. <laughs> okay. And it was great the first day. No. I'm over it now. No. It's limes not are the move. fucking dirty. Limes well, taste dirty as shit. Yeah. Ryan took a sip and he was like, yeah, this just tastes really salty and gross. So back I, to lemon water we go. I love limes on stuff. I love lime juice and lemon juice. You know, I put that shit in pasta. Like, I put it everywhere. Yeah. Um, But I love lime juice on stuff. Obviously, I'm a... Oh. God, I keep saying obviously. Like, you guys know. That's your know, catchphrase. And you don't know. <laughs> I know, right? You guys know what you don't know. I'm a margarita queen. I'm a margarita queen. Yeah, margarita queen. And I love lime. Like, I love that. But, no, thinking about, like, lime juice or lime juice by itself, y'all, that shit is tastes dirty as fuck. Like, no, I don't think I have a problem with lime juice. It's just, I don't know. We put, like, actual, like, limes yeah, in our yeah, water, yeah. so I don't well, know. Maybe. Limes, are, limes taste dirty to me. Yeah. Like, they taste dirty. Lemon juice has, like, a different flavor, and lemons, like, have, like, a different taste to me. Limes taste, like, super dirty. Yeah. You're drinking that dirty-ass water? Guess so. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think so. I need to tell my little blooper story now, because I, I think it's so funny. Okay, go on, go on, go Okay, on. so... As y'all know by listening to our podcast that our catchphrase is like the podcast you can't, or the, yeah, the podcast you can't forget or whatever. So I'm going to be a hundred percent honest when I say this, that like Autumn is the brains behind majority of the shit that we do. Like she puts so much work and effort and creativity into this and I'm really just like a guest on this show. (laughs) Um, And so that was her idea. And (laughs) so she, we talked about this like months ago when we were preparing for the podcast and I'm like, wow, okay, that's like. 
really braggadocious, but okay, cool. Like, I'll go with it. It's fine. And so literally, like, four days ago, I was in the shower where I do all of my thinking. I don't know why that's important to the story, but I'm including it. And I was washing my hair, and I'm thinking, like, oh, what are we going to talk about this week for the episode? And I'm, like, going through the process, and I'm, like, the podcast you can't forget. And I'm, like, wait this the name of this podcast is because we're so fucking forgetful you have to text things to us and that is like the pun of it and i literally just just understood this are you telling me that you thought i was just a conceited fucking bitch this whole time that's really i was like oh she's really gonna make me say this on air but like that's not how i feel at all literally a fucking pun i can't stand you so that's my, like, fun bit of information for this week. I can't stand I you, I legit just put that together. Y'all, if I could explain to you how I'm intelligent like Peyton Ooh. is and how I'm so fucking upset that she didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been rough, guys. Okay. So while we said that we're honest and open and say what needs to be said, she failed to tell me that she thinks that I was that conceited Damn. of a person that I was like, yeah, you guys are never going to forget this shit. <laughs> Well, so there's the explanation in case anybody misconstrued our catchphrase. <laughs> I'm literally like in shock that you thought I was just like, yeah. I'm welcome. still, yeah, I'm still in shock that I just put that together like recently. Well, now that you have, isn't that fucking amazing? Yeah, it's a good one. Guys. I am proud to say the podcast you won't forget or you can't forget shit. I can't even get it right. I forgot it. <laughs> she can't remember it. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Yeah, guys, no, I'm just, oh my god, no. Let's end this on a high note. Well, yeah. And the high being my low. And the the high being the peaks of me screaming about how you didn't understand. Isn't that wild, though? I can't believe that you didn't know that. No, yeah. Oh, Peyton. Oh, Peyton. Yeah. Oh, Courtney. I know. I have nothing left to say for myself, so. Oh my god, I can't. Okay, and on that note, guys, thank y'all so much for listening to this episode. I hope you don't forget Ooh. about us. And if you do, we'll be back on air next week. I hate you. Oh, if you. If you want to see more of us, make sure and uh, follow us on social media at T-I-T-M underscore podcast on Instagram and text it to me on Facebook. Also... I figured we could do something fun and funky, keep it fresh. Spice it up. Spice it up. You know how we like to shout everybody and their dog out, literally. Yep. We want to start shouting you guys out. So if you will DM us on Instagram or Facebook, it's fine. Um, and just let us know, you know, that you want a little shout out. And um, we'll give you a little shout out. And thanks for listening. Because we're so grateful for you guys listening. Absolutely. We Again, we cannot reiterate enough how much we are so excited that people actually give a shit about this and are having a good time with us because we're having a great time we really are i mean we really I mean, are even though i time. don't know what our catchphrase is about i am enjoying the shit out of podcasting yep she shows up when i need her to i may <laughs> yawn half the time <laughs> but, but i'm present her. yeah but i can see her so anyway guys um thank you guys for oh not you guys nope thank y'all for listening and we will talk to you in the next one Deuces. Oh, God. from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on Beyonce.